Since I was eight years old, I played golf as a kid. And I played tournament golf, girls golf, you know, in tournaments around the state. And I ended up mostly playing with the guys because not very many girls play golf in my town. And um, I was athletic and that was something I could do. And I loved being outdoors. And when I got to high school, something happened that made me realize, wait a minute, this isn't fair. There were no girls sports teams in this high school of 1,500 students in 1965. There were a lot of boys' teams. Of course, there was the baseball team and the football team, and, and uh, there was a boys' golf team. And one of the things that happened when they, the guys that I grew up playing with on the boys' golf team is they got this little card, and it allowed them to play golf on any course, including country clubs, in town for free whenever they wanted to. And I'm going, wait a minute. <laughs> I beat these guys. They get this card, and I don't get this card. <laughs> That ain't right. <laughs> so um, I started asking questions, and, and you know, I'm pretty strong-willed. I went to the coach, and I said, look, this isn't fair. You know, I should be able to get this card, too. I didn't say I wanted to be on the boys' golf team. I just wanted the card. I just wanted to be treated fairly, you know? The press picked it up, the local press. Um, they did stories about this in the in the paper, but it, was, it became more than just having the card. It was the idea that I did get to be on the boys' golf team. I did get to compete with the guys. I did get to beat them sometimes. But what, what transpired after that is the following year, they started a girls' golf team. I think during that time, there was a lot, lot going on about this, about the fairness between sports, education, and women's rights. Even though it wasn't until, what, 1972, I believe that Title IX was actually passed, which basically said that you can't discriminate based on sex for education or educational activities, meaning in public schools, for any institution that gets federal financial funding. And so now, as a result of that, we now have girls' sports, women's sports, women's soccer teams, baseball teams. You know, they're supposed to be treated equally. They're supposed to get the same amount of money, the same lock types of locker rooms that are just as nice as we've seen a lot in the press recently. We're not there yet. But to think back, you know, 50 years ago, that is what hit me, that wait a minute, this is not fair, and that they could get away with it, you know? And I wasn't gonna let them get away with it. <laughs> that experience really gave me power, self-confidence, made me realize how important it is to speak up and to claim your right to be treated equally and fairly, what happens then is it becomes a right for everyone. And once it's, once it's made law, like with Title IX, everybody has the opportunity, every woman, every girl has an opportunity to, to the same opportunity as the boys to play sports and to be able to participate in these activities, which I believe makes a more rounded, civic-minded human being and a responsible person. I think it's important for girls to, to be that. And I think we've, we've seen that today, that the girls that participate in sports are strong-willed women that do speak up. But we have to speak up in order to get these laws changed, to get them put into place so that everybody has that opportunity. My name is Connie Whitehead, and I believe it's a woman's right to be treated fairly, not be discriminated against, and to choose her own path and destiny without government interference or religious interference. <laughs>